missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. I get made fun of because I I don't uh, like to be out late. In fact, I was out later than I I cared to be this weekend, Shaw, because we had Pat McCurdy on Friday night, right. and then Bacon Fest, and we went out after Bacon Fest with some friends. And uh, I was definitely out later than I, I wanted to be, but I'll get right this week. Have my dinner at four o'clock, <laughs> in bed by seven thirty. People make fun of me, but then I remind them, like, look, I get up at three in the morning. Okay, it's not like mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, it's not like I'm up at seven. You know what I mean? So for me, eating dinner early is important, Shaw. Mm-hmm. But I still try to wait for my wife to get home so we can have dinner together, even though she doesn't show up until about five five thirty. So difficult. Um, but uh, apparently there's a new study that says that you could add years to your life by eating only during the day. I saw something about this. Mm-hmm. So it has to do with your circadian. It has to do with your circadian rhythm. Obviously, in the summertime, we get a lot more sunlight, so you get more hours. Yeah, I love that. To chow down. <laughs> but um, a new study has found that you might be able to add years to your life by only eating during daylight hours, Shaw. So wait for the sun daylight. to come out. And then when the sun goes down and no mm-hmm. more eating after that. Well, the sun stays out until about 9 o'clock these days. Well, now it does, but what do you do in December when it's 4.30? Researchers say that the longevity of mice, so they were doing mice uh, testing for this, increased by up to 35%. Holy cow, that's a lot. Yeah, I know, right? It's not like 5% and you're like, ah, whatever. Uh, Uh, No, when they eat within the body, clocks, daily rhythms. Nothing magical magical about sunlight, Shaw. I mean, obviously it's nice and it's warm and uh, feels good on a a warm summer day, but uh, mice are nocturnal, in fact, so their benefit was eating only at night. Um, the idea is that humans should restrict their eating to the most active hours, which is usually midday, especially for senior citizens who uh, can be up at 5 a.m. to read the newspaper and head to bed after Jeopardy, which is at like, what, 4 in the afternoon? <laughs> uh, other two benefits of this uh, study say that uh, you're probably eating smaller meals if you're moving them closer together, Shaw. And there's also an intermittent, intermittent fasting angle uh, if you're not eating for a longer period overnight. So, like, if you stop eating at, let's say, what time does it get dark now? Nine? Yeah, 8.30. But if you have dinner at, like, seven, six o'clock, and Mm -hmm. then you don't eat again until the sun comes up the following day, you're talking about 12 hours, essentially. Does that mean no snacking either? I mean, like, a bowl of ice cream before bed or anything? Well, as long as you're eating it before the sun goes down. I think that's what it means, Shaw. But, yeah, just eating exclusively during the daylight hours. So, sun up to sundown, Shaw. And as they mentioned here in this study, it talks about eating smaller meals. You know what I mean? So... Rather than sitting down and having a huge giant meal where you're loading up on calories and carbs and whatever, you're having an apple in the morning and then you're having, you know, a snack here and a snack there and then maybe one like decent sized meal afterwards later in the day. But uh, apparently you can add a, a lot of years to your life by eating only during the daylight hours. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. This uh, story went viral. A bit over the last week, the uh, parents who are marathoners. Oh yeah, and With the baby kid, that ran or whatever. No, no, well, I don't know. Six year old is a six year old a baby? No. Yeah, I mean, I saw that, and people were mad, right? Because oh, yeah. the baby ran, the kid ran. Yeah. Uh, so people were mad. I don't. I don't really care. I don't. I don't understand running in the first place. <laughs> it's not fun. But these people like to run, and they've got a bunch of other kids, and their other kids uh, have all run, ran in marathons. Mm-hmm. Uh, But this is the first time that uh, apparently someone caught wind of it because it was a six-year-old kid. And I guess uh, Child Protective Services had to show up at their house and do an interview. Some of the training 
with like cod. I fall sometimes. I didn't know if he was going to be able to do it. To watch his little body, it's pretty mind-blowing. Nothing we do is illegal. Nothing hurts anyone else. We really care about our kids' emotional and physical health. There's people out there, obviously, who are going to say, what are you doing forcing this kid to run a marathon? I mean, it took him, like, a really long time to run the marathon, right? Eight hours, 35 minutes? They, mm-hmm. But then there's people out there who say, hey, it's probably good for your kid to learn not to give up. You know what I mean? I don't know. Is six years old the right age for that? Is running a marathon really what a six-year-old needs? I don't know that I'm in a position to tell those parents what they're going to do. We, I mean, d- d- does the kid want to? I mean, well, if it's does the six-year-old really want to, though, or is he just saying he wants to, and then when, he's, when he shows up and realizes... There's kids that have, like, sailed across the ocean at yeah, 14, right? At 14. That kid started training when he... You don't just all of a sudden wake up and do that, so I don't know. But do you run they, marathons when you're six? I don't run marathons at all, Brian, so <laughs> I can't speak to that. But uh, This couple, their names are Ben and Cami Crawford, and they are exercise nuts from Kentucky. They have six kids. They run a YouTube channel. See, and this is where it starts to get dark water for me. When you're running a YouTube channel and you're putting your kids on there and you're trying to profit from it, that's when it gets icky to me. That's when I start to – when I see stuff like that, I start to say, okay – you're forcing your kids to run a marathon so that you can get views and likes and end up getting a paycheck from YouTube. And that's where it gets kind of icky. Maybe sell a deal, write a book, those kind of things. It's just sort of, it feels... Then it feels icky? A little bit. And I, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, the uh, YouTube channel is called Fight for Together. And they're in the news because they let their six-year-old son run a full marathon in Cincinnati last week, all 26.2 miles. His name is Rainier. Uh, first time the whole family had run one together. Their other five kids have done marathons before. And again, uh, nobody seemed to freak out about that until uh, this, you know, the news caught wind of this one. But uh, Ben and Cammie uh, claim that he begged them to do it and they never forced him. Well, yeah, of course the kid wants to tag along with mom and dad and the rest of the family. What does he want to do? Stay home while everybody else is doing stuff? Uh, they also kept checking on him to make sure he was fine. Let him know he could stop if he wanted to. Uh, some people think they did pressure him, though. Uh, ben admitted that Rainier was crying when there was nothing left at the snacks table with six miles to go, so they told him they'd get him Pringles later if he kept going. I mean, they can't leave those Pringles out all the time. Uh, he ended up finishing in eight hours and 35 minutes. Sounds like he was pretty tired, but okay. And uh, they also let their daughter run her first marathon at six years old, apparently. So it's not the first time they've done this, but just the first time that anybody seemed to care. Organizers of the race also catching heat saying they'll do better about enforcing their age limit of 18. And again, there's there's another problem. These guys are runners. They're marathoners. They know this. They know that the age limit's 18, and they still bring their six-year-old kid along. Okay, well, that's... The One, marathon itself has that rule? Yeah, they have a rule. you got to be 18 or older to compete in the marathon. One person who spoke out was Olympic runner Kara Goucher. She said a six-year-old might not realize they have the right to stop. Right. Well, and again, if your parents are super ultra competitive people and they run marathons and this is their life and this is what they do and then you're a six-year-old and you're looking up to your parents and you don't want to let them down, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, Good Morning America, of course, uh, got a hold of this, did an interview with the parents, then Ben and Cammy posting videos of child protective services showing up to make sure the kids were okay. Didn't that happen to you when Henry banked, uh, bonked his head at like Home Depot or something like that? Oh, yeah. He hit his chin and had stitches. And while he Mike was laying on top of him in the emergency room, trying to hold him stitches, down because of the stitches, I was getting questioned in the 
yeah. in the hallway about his injury and how that happened. It's like he fell in Home Depot. There was 80 people around watching. Right. He ran into this. I'm sure there's a video of it, too. They have a job to do. And- oh, absolutely. I wasn't. I mean, it, and there, it's important in circum, certain you know, oh, situation. Yeah, yeah. So I, I get it. But yeah, it was like, oh, this is really. But the marathon mm-hmm. parents catching mm-hmm. some heat from people. Again, you start adding that that whole icky factor of trying to get likes and views and stuff like that. It just sort of, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. That's where I sort of get like turned off from that. I mean, if the kid wants to run a marathon, let him run a marathon, I guess. I don't know. But do you have to be in a, an actual marathon? I mean, is he running at home on a treadmill Maybe or something? Half a marathon. <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Rise and shine. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. When was the last time you went grocery shopping, Gene? Was it this past weekend? Yes. Shaw? I stopped at a store yesterday. $488. Oh, my way. God. Right? How long does that last? Two weeks? A week? Uh, like, obviously, you probably have to go and get random things here and there. Um, a like, week. That's one week? Wow. And it's not always that much, right? Like, one, the next yeah, week. your one kid the, is gone. No, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> he's living with you again? Well, on and off. Enough to eat, eat food. Your food yes. yes, enough to eat my food. But n- maybe next week it won't be quite. It might be under 300, right? So you kind of, <laughs> like. Shoot. Shooting for the best situation right. there. Well, especially with inflation. Well, that's too. the oh, I that's get it. the prices I, I get are it. just ridiculous. Well, you used to be able to get you know I love the deli stuff, Shaw. I go to the deli and I like the uh, you know like the salad, the potato salad. salad and the couscous thing and the mm-hmm. you know the art the, the what is it the, broccoli uh, thing with the no no the uh, what is it the one with uh, avocado and bacon bacon avocado pasta mm-hmm. oh my god that's my favorite. Anyways, but those prices on those have gone up dramatically. Everything. Extremely. Everything yeah. has. Like by a couple bucks a pound. Yeah. So uh, the last time I went to the grocery store was, I think, two weekends ago. We're usually pretty good. Um, you know, I try to do, like, if we're going to if we're gonna have dinner together a couple days during the week, I'll try to plan that out. Oh, have to. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So I know what I'm cooking that week. You know, try to plan accordingly mm-hmm. in terms of grocery store shopping. Uh, but let's say you get to the to the to the checkout, Shaw. You got a grocery uh, cart full of your 007 cart, yeah. and uh, you're putting your items on the conveyor belt. Yeah, getting ready to check out. Then someone pulls in behind you. Pulls in behind you. Do they sidle? Sidle who's, up next to you. Whose responsibility is it to put the divider on the conveyor belt? Whose responsibility? I don't know. I don't care. I probably would. But I don't know if it's my responsibility. Would you get offended if someone put the divider up before you were done emptying your grocery cart? Before I was done? Yes. Yeah. Probably yes. Like if they just I'm like, what's your hurry here? You make know? an assumption I'm that I'm still doing things here. Yeah. I've got all the water and things on the underside of the cart. Interrupting your transaction. Yes. Like I haven't finished my transaction. Like I get anxious. When they start unloading and they're still checking out my groceries. Like, I'm standing there and I'm waiting for the guy to bag up the groceries. They are still checking them in and this person behind me is already, like, starting to unload their entire... And I'm and I got to stand there and wait. Like, it's my fault. You know what I mean, Sean? Right. Like, I'm the one that's causing the backup. They're jumping the gun a bit. Though. Right. Like, maybe you should just have a timeout over here, eat a snack, and have a Coke and a smile and just let hmm. me do my grocery shopping. I don't know, man. I get offended when people put the divider up. Uh, it should be my job. Like, when I'm done un- unpacking my grocery cart, 
I will put the divider up, and then you have. Then I will. That will signal you that it is your time to uh-huh. unload your grocery cart. I don't feel like you should assume that you have. You know, and what if they put it so far forward? I don't have any room to put my groceries on the thing. You know what I mean? Like then I got to move it back. Then I got to have eye contact with this psycho. A TikTok is going viral where a supermarket shopper is asking for proper etiquette when it comes to the divider, Shaw, on the conveyor belt. We should all be able to agree on how this works. Uh, Whose job is it to place the divider on the conveyor belt? Is it you as the person who's emptying their cart or is it the person behind you? I would when my cart was empty. Probably just grab that and do Mm that. I I have. I do that. I do that if I notice someone because you you know there's different types of people, Shaw. They'll... There's the people that wait, and they know it's you know a waiting game, and they're mm-hmm. they're happy to wait, and they have a three, four, five foot space, whatever that is between you and them. Then there's the other guy, the guy who gets right up on your ass, mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm in this tiny little lane here. There's barely any room to move, and you're gonna ride my ass in the grocery store with your full cart, and then you're gonna conveyor belt me with the divider <laughs> stick. Oh man, big problem, Shaw, big problem. So I think I think it should be up to the person who is unpacking the mm-hmm. grocery cart, mm-hmm. unless they're completely done. And then you pull up behind them. Yeah, and they're all empty, the way sure. up to the part where you, you know, insert your cart. Then, I mean, if they've physically moved up, their groceries are still coming, but they're up at the part where you put your cart in. Then I could see you putting What I find in. interesting about the divider, too, is that, like, okay, so let's say your groceries get mixed in with their Shaw, and then they pay for your groceries. Their, your groceries then go in their bags and they make off of them. It's not like you're getting any free groceries. <laughs> You're just now out the groceries that you had and somebody else bought them. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like you're pulling a fast one on somebody by putting your groceries on the other side of the divider. Yeah. We need to have one, you know, unified plan here for this so that everybody can be on the same page. Well, I just, you know, maybe it's a, a long lost art form, Shaw. Maybe it's one of those, you know, exercises that we don't uh, take seriously. Mm-hmm. Enough, you know, I'm definitely a fan of. The person who's unloading the cart, putting the divider up and signaling, okay, this will be the line. This is it, Banya. This is the lunch. This is where I'm drawing the line. Everything on that side is all your space. Everything on this side is my space. You know what I mean? If somebody comes up and they determine the space, you know, you don't know what I'm doing here. I might might need to go back to the aisle and get something. You know what I mean? Like, and now you're right up on my my rear end here. Come on, man. I don't know. I, I just know that if I'm in the line unpacking my grocery cart and someone puts the divider on the conveyor belt, there's going to be problems. I had a guy at a store yesterday. I was I was getting ready to check out. I was buying some things. This guy came up like and stood right next to me, literally a foot away from me, and stood there for like a good, I don't know, 20 or 30 seconds. And I finally turned. I'm like, can I help you? Do you have a problem? And he said, yeah, I left my thing here when I checked out. Oh, so he actually did have a problem. Well, and I didn't know it was, you know, I just thought it was something on the, on the, you know, the, the checkout thing. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. I was really ready to be upset. Like, what kind of person are you to stand so close to? You left your card here. I'm sorry. I get it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. Best of the Morning Sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. There's a new Reddit thread about men sharing unwritten man rules, Shaw. What do you know about unwritten man rules? Uh, unwritten rules for men specifically. Like don't sidle up at the, the urinal. Right? The number one is, uh, and it should be in your DNA, should uh, be in, you know, right from birth, Shaw. Don't, we, we use the one three five rule when it comes to urinals. Urinal separation? Yes. There's, unless it's unavoidable. Right. 
Like if it, you know, it's in between. But if there's five open, you don't go stand next to the one guy who's in there. If it's in between innings and everybody's trying to use the bathroom at Miller Park, yeah, yeah you're going to be next sure. to some guy. No matter how many urinals there are in that bath- bathroom, you're probably going to be stuck, you know, maybe even in the middle. I always try to go to the end, so at least one of my sides is <laughs> is covered by the wall. Brian's got a plan. <laughs> I also don't mind missing half of the inning. I'm a, I'm the guy that would rather miss half the inning than stand in line because everybody goes during the middle of the two inning Shaw. Mm-hmm. That's a me thing. But That's uh, a me thing. Some other unwritten man rules. Mm-hmm. Here's one, Shaw, that I, 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 I agree with. Okay. Beer, pizza, and barbecue is acceptable payment for helping another man. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you don't need to pay me. It doesn't have to be all three, but any of them. But if you got a guy coming up, like my buddy Marty, right? He's going to come over and help me figure out my deck. I've got a thing underneath my deck, and uh, it's causing some of the top boards to warp a little bit. So then you're going to bust out some beers after that's done, and that'll be good. Well, and like he asked me to help him, uh, you know, do the the emceeing for his flyboard extreme down at Riverfest again. I did it last year. I'll do it again this year. So there's sort of an exchange of goods and services, Shaw. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably toss in a sixer or hey, let's get a beer or two. You know what I mean? It's like when they helped us with the float. You know, yeah, we would always bring the beer because let's be honest. They did all the work, right? And we just brought the beer. Just wanted to say thanks. Yeah, uh, providing uh, you know some form of ice cold beverage. That's definitely a you know an unwritten man rule. This is an interesting one, Shaw. Let's say uh, you're walking down the street and you see someone you know, but they're across the street. Okay. And maybe they're busy on the phone or they're with their family, and you just want to recognize that you see them, and they want to recognize that you we see, they see you. Okay. Mm-hmm. The head nod. Exactly, but it's a little different. Nod down when you greet someone, like, hey, you know, you're like yeah, kind of like hey. chin to chest. Nod up when it's someone you know, like, sup. Sup. Always up. Kind of interesting. Hmm. Uh, here's one, Shaw. This is from a recent Reddit thread about unwritten rules for men. If a friend buys you a drink, you don't pay it back. You buy the next round. Well, yeah. Or a drink chip you if your, they're on their way out. Instead of just like buying that. their next one, you buy yours and theirs. Or do you buy everybody around? Usually if you're slow out... Slow down there, pal. What do you mean slow down? <laughs> I'm buying not... everybody a drink. <laughs> wow, and I thought I had alligator arms. <laughs> you don't buy everybody a drink if you're out with a group? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant everybody in the bar. No, no. Oh, hell okay. no. I'm not buying anybody. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, if I hit big on a spooky spin... But if you're with Mary, he's going to probably yeah, buy both. Um, if he's flirting with her, him or they, don't interrupt. See, I'm, uh, I'm. This one got me because uh, I, I experienced this on Saturday nights. What? Uh, okay. After, after our uh, afternoon of eating bacon and drinking beer, Shaw, we yeah. were out with some of the guys, and there was a gentleman in the group yeah. who I didn't know personally, but Josh from the city meat market knew him pretty well, and he was trying to chat up the bartender, and, and we made a spectacle of it. Oh, let's just say we were. We, Called attention to it, did Well, you? there was shots of Jameson. I may have done a shot of Rumplemints, and uh, I was having a lot of beers, and uh, next thing you know, you know how my mouth gets. Mm-hmm. I just start going, and it's hard to stop. But, yeah, we were trying to we were trying to make love a thing on the north side of town. <laughs> he left us. Out. We went to another bar, and then he left us to go I'm, back. I bet. To try and, uh, like, <laughs> without, the conversation. To smooth yeah. those sheets over. You know without what I mean? Without you we guys had, there. We had put some big wrinkles in that in those bedspreads, Shaw. I mean, it was mm-hmm. not good. And he went back. I don't know how it worked out for him, but uh, yeah, it wasn't working out for him when we were when we were. <laughs> you were helping the cause. We didn't abide by that unwritten man rule. That one, that one uh, is one that we did not listen to, Shaw. But uh, some unwritten rules of 
that men have. Do you have any that 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 maybe you don't you know you want to share? Any that? No, I, I, nothing that comes to mind. I think those are all legit, though. Don't talk about your mama. Yeah, right. Here, here's one: if you borrow a guy's pickup truck, as a person who owns a pickup truck, Got fill it with gas before you, you give it. You back don't to even him. have to fill it, but some gas. Yeah. Especially, well, that's in, especially in this day and I'd age. I'd say you have to fill it, Shaw. I don't need to. I mean, if you're using it for the whole day, then yeah, I expect it back with a full tank of gas. But if you just run into the dump and but if you yeah two you minute just, trip, if you got to go pick up a picnic table or whatever, you know, toss them twenty bucks, it'll get you a gallon. You'll be all right. <laughs> but you don't need to fill it if it's just for like an hour or something like that. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the morning sickness podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with Kayla Carroll, Rhett's mom. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing all right. Uh, obviously, right. Um, people who don't know about Rhett can go read about him at BigBikesForLittleTikes.com. He is our kid this year for Big Bikes, and Rhett is uh, five years old. When's his birthday? August 27th. Okay, so he's got a few more months to go before he turns six, and what is he looking forward to on his sixth birthday? Does he have any gifts that he's already asking for or any, like, a party requirements or anything like that? This kid just is obsessed with Legos, anything Legos and Transformers. Like to get out and do something, go to a water park, something by, fun. By the way, Mom, I'm 45, and that doesn't also, that doesn't end. It's going to continue, the Lego Transformer thing, so yeah. get used to it. When you said that, I was like, hey, Brian, yeah. you and Red are going to have a lot to talk about on yeah. Saturday at Big Bikes for Little Tykes. I talked to Kayla. We spoke yesterday, and you mentioned that... Your family got some hotel rooms up here so you can make kind of a weekend out of it. Yes, we're really excited. Get the boys in the swimming pool, enjoy being out and about for a change instead of, you know, in our own little bubble. It'll be great. So now, Kayla, we're super excited. Let's try to get a, a brief kind of synopsis of what happened with Rhett. Um, uh, so started to notice a few things and then took him in. And then all of a sudden you've got a rare childhood cancer or tumor. So rare that only 20 to 25 kids in America get diagnosed with it yearly. Is that correct? Yes, it is. It was uh, August 13th. That just kind of really threw us for a big loop. Uh, he just had a bulge on his left side. I took him in and bam, it was cancer. Transported us to Mayo and it's even more rare for his age group. It typically affects children 15 to 18 months old and he was for at diagnosis day. So they do. So the it's been a whirlwind. Oh, yeah. Well, and all this since last August. Too. Yeah, less I mean, than a year. We know all the things that your family has been through. So, I mean, it pretty much went from that to surgery to treatments to surgery to treatments to stem cell. I mean, right? I mean, it just didn't stop. No, it didn't. It didn't stop. I mean, once we got the diagnosis and once pathology was back, it was now we're going to do surgery and then chemo and then another surgery. I mean, it was. It was insane. We yeah. sit back now. With, we've had time off from the hospital. And you sit back and you think of everything. And it was like, oh, my goodness. Like, we went through so much in such a short period of time. But then it feels like it's been forever, too, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. it just well, some all, days drug on. And it's all during COVID as well. So it's not like it, you know, five years ago where, you know, you, you know you're not dealing with a a global pandemic now you're dealing with that on top of um you know Rhett's medical issues plus your other son had uh some medical issues as well correct yes yeah both boys were admitted to the hospital on december 1st bobby was had a scheduled open heart surgery he was born with a heart defect um so this was his fourth open heart surgery and Rhett was supposed to be 
inpatient in November for his stem cell transplant, but that had gotten pushed back a couple of weeks because he had um, some spots on his lungs that they wanted to make sure weren't cancer before they do transplant because you can't have any sign of disease before you have transplant. So they pushed his surgery back a couple of weeks, and so both boys were admitted to the hospital on the same day. Yeah, that's so to say you've had a rough time is, almost too much. Mom. Yeah, and then one only one parent working, right? Uh, we both were off for quite a few months, um, probably from November until I want to say Bob went back to work like early February, and I came back just part time mid-February, and now we're both back to work full-time, as long as both boys are feeling well. So Yeah, so a, yeah. <laughs> a, complete, a completely uphill struggle uh, for your family over the last few years, and starting to maybe see the, the light there at the end of the tunnel. I know Rhett's had some uh, appointments and some, some uh, doctor visits recently, but um, are we looking ahead towards you know the future for both boys and your daughter as well? Yes, we are. We Rhett doesn't have any appointments until July. They're going to rescan. We're going to rescan every two months now instead of every three months since he had that bout of pneumonia. Um, but otherwise, we have nothing going on until July. Wonderful, and we're trying to make this crazy. trip happen for you with big bikes for little tykes. He wants to see the ocean. I don't blame the kid. It's beautiful. Yeah, what's up with the shark thing? Cause Maybe I'm go te- shark I'm fishing. Terrified of sharks. Like legit, won't go near. He, the, I won't go near the ocean. He is obsessed. He is obsessed with sharks and with Godzilla. Like, him and Bob watch all of the original Godzilla movies, you know, that are all subtitled uh-huh. and not even uh-huh. in English. They are just obsessed with big, mean creatures, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, a, a, an adventure shark fishing excursion, and uh, what? It, hopefully he catches something. I don't want him to, like, go out there and be disappointed. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a great day, but you don't want to come back empty-handed. Right, but I... I don't want to bring a shark home no. either. <laughs> Maybe you'll get a tuna or something like that. Well, we're trying right. really hard to make this wish come true for your family. It's Big Bikes for Little Tykes. It's our uh, annual ride through the Cooley region on a motorcycle uh, or in a vehicle or if you just want to come out and show your support. Great River Harley-Davidson on Saturday morning for registration. We'll be there starting in the morning. The ride will leave about 1130. A beautiful ride with stops along the route and then a post-ride party at the Onalaska American Legion. All of that happening on Saturday, all for your family. Kayla, you were not familiar with big bikes when we first started talking, right? No, I wasn't. But, oh, my goodness, everything I've read on it, it just is remarkable. What a remarkable, great group of people. And for 95.7 The Rock, I just... I can't believe it we're blown away with like the, the support we have received from all of these communities and it's just amazing I, d- I don't have the words to put into how we're feeling about this we're excited re- super excited and it's gonna be a great day yeah we uh have been doing this for a long long time and it wouldn't be possible without obviously our listeners and, and their amazing the support and the sure. community yeah, is, they have to come out or it doesn't and, happen and you know yeah. and obviously all of our great sponsors great river harley davidson and bubba's meats and the Alaska american legion and so many other businesses and and people that you know show their support so it really i mean we're just sort of a conduit to that but uh obviously making a big difference in one day but then hopefully again in the future with this trip with the entire family uh, going to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been? Have you ever, has your, anybody in your family ever seen the ocean or been there? We have, just neither of my boys have. Okay. 
My daughter has, but neither of the boys have. So it'll be, neither one of them have flown. So it'll be an amazing experience for both of them. Big bikes for little tykes. Find out more um, online. Get registered. I'm encouraging you to sign up or to make a donation. There's a, a, a button for that, too, yep. if you can't make it yep. on Saturday. because Don't have it, to be on a motorcycle it either. It takes a village to make big bikes happen. It really does. And we are looking so forward to seeing you guys on yeah. Saturday at Harley in the morning. so excited. Can't wait. It's going to be an awesome day, and we're very excited. Kayla, thank you so much for taking some time out of your, your obviously very busy schedule with three kids uh, <laughs> to talk to us. And, oh, yeah, things, everything. So we appreciate so we it. We appreciate it, and we'll, we'll see you on Saturday. See you Saturday. All right. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. You want to feel happy, Shaw? I do. Get off social media. Okay. No brainer, right? Right. Recent uh, research finds that, uh, and this is such a small sample size, but I don't, I don't see why this would not be true, right? Social media is just awful. I, there's very few redeeming qualities about social media. Helps me remember friends' birthdays, but that helps. I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, it's just a cesspool. Um, and a new study found that taking a one-week break from social media makes us happier. Researchers asking 150 people who use social media every day to stay off it for a week. And by the end, they were less stressed, less mm-hmm. depressed, and happier overall. No big surprise there. Yep. I suppose the first day or two are probably really difficult because it's like crack. You're addicted to mm-hmm. it. You got to have it. It's on your phone. It's on your computer. It's on your tablet. It's everywhere. It's on your TV. You're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, stopping and liking and commenting, and then all of a sudden, they're shooting algorithms into your face, and they're sending you ads for dog toys Mm -hmm. and all sorts of other, you can't even pause for two seconds to watch a cockatoo run around the house chasing the dog, and the next thing you know, you're getting product ad, you're getting ad placement for cockatoos. Right. Like, I don't even have a cockatoo. (laughs) I just watched a cute video. Can you, can you mother effers give me a break here? Uh, the sad part about this research, though, Shaw, is that a lot of people couldn't even do it. They couldn't even get they through really a week. They really couldn't do it, huh? Literally addicted to it. The average person still spent 21 minutes of their week on things like Facebook and TikTok, which is considerably less when you think about it, right? 21 minutes of, of their week is right. not very... No. I mean, that's a drop in the ocean there. Mm-hmm. But that was seven and a half hours less than a normal week for them. So wow. <laughs> normally, they're spending eight hours a week, which, again, doesn't seem like that much. On social media? Well, you can go down the rabbit hole real quick when you're scrolling through Facebook. Well, and social media is a million different sites. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got Snapchat, you've got Instagrams, you've got TikToks, you've got Facebook. YouTube is a social media site. I mean, like, at some point, everything is a social media site, right? If you've got a profile and you're commenting, right? Yeah, I suppose. I guess. But if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, get off Facebook. Unplug. Yeah. Unplug. It would be interesting. That would be, I think, the most interesting part of a, of an apocalypse shot, like an actual like end of the world scenario. Is how people who can't function without they like literally can't right. function without social media. What would they do? What would they? I don't do? think they would know what to do. They'd, they'd be lost. They'd probably yeah. The, the Darwinism would kick in real quick, <laughs> real quick. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7, The Rock. But it still charges for them. And the planet, and the And the vegan upcharge now. So right now, one of the best 
Oh my God, we are doomed, doomed, doomed. We got famous actors gluing themselves to the counter of a Starbucks because they charge more for pseudo milk. It's not even milk. Right. They call it vegan milk. It's not milk. Milk comes from an udder or a tit, Mm -hmm. right? A teat. So therefore, if they're squeezing almonds until they get some kind Mm. of juice residue, right? It's almond juice. It's not really milk, per se. Almond, almond lactate? I mean, mm. what the hell is it? These vegan people are nuts. Literally. But that was James Cromwell yelling and screaming. Oh, he's been doing that for a while. He uh, is the guy from the movie, uh, the Babe, Babe movie. Yeah. That'll do, pig. That'll very do. very socially That'll conscious. Do. That'll do. That'll do. Oh, <laughs> We all loved it. And now the guy's gluing himself to the counter at Starbucks because his vegan milk costs a dollar more. That's going to make all the difference. Bitch, welcome to the real world. Stuff costs more. You know what? Why don't you bring your own milk and just order a black coffee and pour it in yourself? They're charging me more for vegan milk. They're a company in America, a capitalist society. They can charge whatever the hell they want. Don't go to Starbucks. Don't go to Starbucks, you big dummy. Good Lord. If I go through a drive-thru at a restaurant yeah. and they're trying to charge me $30 for a burger, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get the burger. No. I get something else. I go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. There's a million other options. Yeah. Sure. If you don't like what I'm saying, don't listen to me. I always tell people that. Like, I don't want you to not listen. I would like you to listen. But you have a bazillion options when it comes to anything in life nowadays. This isn't the 40s. All right? There isn't just one coffee shop. There's about a billion coffee right, shops in every corner in 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 this world in this country. Go somewhere else. Don't glue yourself to the counter, you big dummy. <laughs> when did that become a thing too? We got the chick at the NBA the game Rams, gluing herself to the game, floor. Yeah. Now we got this guy gluing himself. When did gluing yourself become a thing? I don't know. The only time I thought gluing myself was cool was when you could peel it off of your hand and yeah, you had like a little glue, had a handprint. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I could get some glue, Not super glue, before Stuart Keegan would eat it. <laughs> In second grade, that kid ate paste like nobody's business, man. It would wonder how he's doing today. I'm sure he's in a he's in a funk right now or something. I don't know, man. But James Cromwell, the actor, gluing himself to a Starbucks counter over the cost of vegan milk. Are you going to do that at the grocery store too? I mean, where does it end? Right. How many things do you have to glue yourself to before people start paying attention? Maybe pick your battles, you know. This will really, really force Starbucks to make a difference when I glue myself to the counter. This will do it. This is it, Shaw. We've thought of a million other things. This will solve the problem. This will fix it. Mm -hmm. Get it done. I will glue myself to their counter. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I pity the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing, you're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. 
to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $20 of my morning show money up for grabs this morning, Shaw. So not a ton of pressure. Mm-hmm. But I never want to give away my morning show money. Of course not. Why would I? Why would I? Would you want to give away your money to rando listeners? Uh, no. Of course not. Somehow I have to <laughs> on a somewhat regular basis. In fact, I've been giving most of my money to the Rock, to Foundation, the Rock Foundation for right? the last few months, which is another thing I don't like doing. <laughs> I don't like giving my money away no matter who it is. Right. Unless it's a spooky spin. Then I've got no yeah, problem. Yeah, right. just let then it I, go. Then it's not my money. It's the spooky spin's money. <laughs> uh, 608-784-0957. Jean is not here to give her opinion. Uh, so we'll just get with the caller. Who's this? Uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne, like The Rock? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Dwayne, are you familiar with how to play this game? Yes, I am. All right, Dwayne, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? Uh, probably won't. All right, if he yes, doesn't sir. know it, you win 20 bucks of my morning show money. What are you going to do with it if you win, Dwayne? Probably donate it back to you. Yes, oh, look at this what guy. The rock is cooking. Dwayne The Rock Johnson calling in. I just spoke nice. to Dwayne you Johnson did. on the phone. He uh, does not think you're going to get it, Shaw. He has no faith in you. It's okay. That's usually the safe bet. I, however, think you're going to get this one today. Oh. Uh, it's a very famous movie. I've quoted it a number of times. Oh, boy. I think you'll get it. Okay. I think you'll get it. You ready? Yep. Listen closely, Shaw, to this movie quote. Go pick me out a winner, Bobby. Okay. Ooh. Very short. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what he said? I think so. All right. Would you like to hear it again? Please. All right. Go pick me out a winner, Bobby. Okay. What did that gentleman say? He said, go pick me out a winner, Bobby. Would you like to hear it one more time just to be sure? Yeah. All right. Go pick me out a winner, Bobby. Okay. 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 He sounded scared, didn't he? He was. Yeah, I know. Very scared. Don't blame him. Yeah. Shaw, are you familiar with that movie? I think so. I told you. I've referenced it a few times. That's one of your favorites, right? My, It is my favorite, actually. My yeah. all-time favorite. All right. Uh, that's got to be Robert Redford in oh! The Natural. Oh! From the Raptors. Scott Robert Shaw got it right. 38 years ago today, 1984, in theaters, Robert Redford, Wilford Brimley, mm-hmm. The Natural. The guy who played the dad in uh, the Christmas Story movie. Yep. Uh, well, who was the blonde? Kim Basinger mm-hmm. was in the movie. She was, yeah. Wasn't uh, Glenn Close, too? Yeah, Glenn Close played his girlfriend who showed up at the ballgames mm-hmm. with his illegitimate kid after he got shot. John, mm-hmm. Was it John Goodman? No, he played the babe in the movie The Babe, right? But she struck out, or he struck out the Whammer, who was... Oh, right, 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 When they were doing their cross-country he, tour there. That was the guy that was uh, walking tall. What was that? Oh, yes, I know. Joe Don Baker. Joe Don Baker, yeah. Mm-hmm. He played uh, Babe Ruth, a.k.a. the Whammer, in uh, The Natural. My all-time favorite movie, Shaw. I could watch it seven times well, a day. Well, it's not just your favorite baseball movie. It's your all-time... No, 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 all-time favorite oh, movie. Okay. As a child, I had dreams of playing baseball when I grew up. I loved baseball. I played on a number of teams as a kid, and... You know, even though when I was a small child, I didn't understand the overtones. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, As I got older, I began to appreciate it more for the uh, the relationship troubles that he experienced throughout life, you know, which was really what the movie was about. Obviously, it was just, you know, set in a, in a baseball yeah, theme. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how can you go wrong with a guy hitting a game-winning home run into the lights? What was the name of his band again? Was it Wonder Boy? Wonder Boy, I thank you. Yeah. 
wanted to say Thunder Boy, but that wasn't it. Well, he had, so the tree got struck by yeah, lightning and he, he made a bat, bat out, out of it. Of it. And then <clears throat> he, as you heard there, that scene, that's in the final game His where bat just broke. he uh, made a bat with the Bat Boy. As, and the bad boy uh, had to go get him a new bat because he broke his bat at the plate. And the bad boy went and got him one. He did. And then he hit that home Crushed run. Crushed it. Right into the lights. Bleeding from his gut because yep. he had gotten shot by yep. that woman on the train. Oh, hashtag spoiler alert, by the way. We're going to tell you the whole story <laughs> of the natural. <laughs> Sorry. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. And uh, when it comes to enacting revenge, I've heard of an eye for an eye. Yeah. But this is more like number one for number two. A woman named Christine Turman got upset when she noticed that a neighbor's chicken had pooped on her back patio. Uh-oh. So she went inside, got a bucket of pee from her bathroom. A bucket of pee? What is she doing with a bucket of uh-huh. pee in her bathroom? Walked back out under the back patio and threw the full bucket of pee at the neighbor. The bucket hit him in the face, and he was drenched. Police were called. They arrested Christine, along with her boyfriend, who was allegedly threatening the neighbor while police were there. Police say the neighbor smelled of urine, but he'll be fine. Sadly, there's no answer for the obvious question. Why did Christine have that full bucket in her bathroom in the first place? Yeah. The arrest report does say it happened at a mobile home park, so maybe they didn't have plumbing? No, just guessing. You just got buckets of pee? Apparently she did. Yeah, that happens with hoarders, too. I don't know. You ever watch those shows? No. My wife and I watch them, and eventually the wa- like your your facilities start to get turned off. You know, your utilities and everything. Your water doesn't work. Your toilet, you know, because you don't upkeep your house. So you pee in a bucket. So then you just start buying five-gallon buckets, a lot of these people do, and they start going in the buckets, or they go outside, and they dig holes in their backyard, or, ugh. That, that pee bucket has been sitting around with that pee in it for, like, months, and that guy got a face full of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so nasty. So nasty, Shaw. Why? Why did you do this to me? Yes. We need the content for bad news with happy music. I'm going to cleanse the palate here a little bit. Right. Do you mind? Do no, you mind? please, please. You got a Google there? You got a Google? I do. Go uh, Google crazy eye wedding photo. <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> So there's a couple named Anaya Ramos and oh Jalen. Bri- yeah. Oh boy, oh, what's right. going on there? <laughs> Their names are a- uh, Anaya Ramon uh, Ramos and Jalen Bridgeford, and they got married in Pennsylvania last month. And now their weddings are going. Uh, wedding photos are going viral because of how bad they are. No, the photographer didn't do a bad job, but apparently, when you're snapping pics at the wedding, people will have a tendency to blink. And I guess the photographer went to a third-party person to have them Photoshop eyes onto the people who are blinking. Blinking? Okay, got it. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that were blinking, apparently. They got some whacked-out eyes. It's like they copy and pasted eyeballs from some sort of website. They used Microsoft Paint instead of Photoshop. I don't know what the hell they're doing, Sean. Isn't there an app for that? I mean, Christ almighty. The iPhone, right? You can edit out people. Right. I saw the Magic Johnson commercial where you can get rid of the heat heat fans or whatever. They can't put better eyeballs on these people? (laughs) This woman's eyeballs like in the middle of her face. Oh, God. It is classic. If you haven't seen it yet, do yourself a favor. Google crazy (laughs) eye wedding photos. It should pop up. This couple in Pennsylvania now very upset about these pictures they got in this third-party Photoshopper. Think they'll pay that bill? I don't know. That's why people ask Puck to make things, graphics upstairs, instead of me. Because I can't, I, you know. He's got the skills. He's got way more skills when it comes to that than I do. Like, I could I could make you a box with some colors in it, Shaw. 
on the Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple of letters here and there, but Puck can design a nice graphic, make it look all purdy. Make eyeballs look right. <laughs> Some of these people just... <laughs> It looks like they've been living out there and the hills have eyes. You know what I mean? Like they got some nuclear waste. Something went wrong somewhere. Mutant body stuff going on. Yeah, just a mess. <laughs> there you go. That cleansed my palate a little bit from the pee bucket lady. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on favorite station. 957 The Rock. Not only are you sharing your bed, you're sharing your toothbrush. Ew. Really? That's disgusting. <laughs> I, I told never, you I was befuddled by that. I have <laughs> never shared a toothbrush with another person in my life, and for some reason with Rory, we have never not use the same toothbrush. Now, everyone's saying that's so gross. Let me ask you something. Why is that so gross? We kiss each other where we <laughs> Not everyone does that either. <laughs> yeah, but you're going in there in the gums and everything. It's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're going in there with the gums. It's gross. Look, do what you want to do in your house. <laughs> it's your high body. It's your man. Shocking revelation yesterday on The View wow. by Sarah Silverman, who revealed that uh, she and her current live-in boyfriend, Rory Albanese, I think is how you say his name, apparently share a toothbrush. Now, she's got to have enough money to be able to afford two toothbrushes, I would right? I yeah. Even if you got one of those real fancy water pick, uh, you know, whatever they are, those uh, the rotating ones, mm-hmm. you know, the battery elect- operated, yeah. electronic ones, you know, $100. I think those are like 100 or 200 bucks sometimes. But Sarah Silverman says they share the same toothbrush, Shaw. Okay, that is kind of weird. And at first, you're like, oh, that's really weird and gross because it's just not something you've ever really done in your life, mm-hmm. right? Right. I mean, I think most of us can afford to buy a toothbrush for each person in our house. They give you one when you go to the dentist. Come right. On. I mean, you can get them at, at Halloween sometimes. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. you live in a neighborhood with a dentist, there's a good chance that that guy's going to slip a toothbrush into your into your bag, your candy bag. Well, uh, then you start to think, you know, you rationalize the way that Sarah Silverman said, you know, hey, we kiss each other where we go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? We do mouth stuff when, we're, when you're in love and you're having sex. Right, Shaw? I mean, that's a thing. People do that. And so is it really that gross? Yeah, it's still gross, I think. <laughs> I'm not doing There's it. There's a lot of bacteria in there, you know? Well, I just, it, I think it's more of like the fact that it's just very bizarre. Mm-hmm. And it's not a social norm. So you don't want people to know and find out that you share a toothbrush. She seems to be proud of it. Well, she's telling everybody. Mm-hmm. Unless they said, hey, let's come up with a way to get some people to talk about our show. <laughs> let's have Sarah Silverman say she shares her toothbrush. She's like, okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> Pay me an extra ten grand to show up, and I'll, I'll say that out loud. Maybe that's what it is, Shaw. I don't know. But uh, we put the poll on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Would you share a toothbrush with your significant other? Now, I think in certain instances, like let's say you go to a hotel or something. There's an emergency, right? You don't have one. Right. Hey, Mary, I forgot my toothbrush mm-hmm. or my, my, you know, I got the wrong kit or whatever the case is. Can I use yours, you know, just one Until time. I can go buy one, yeah. Until I can go buy one. Yeah. Okay, fine. All right. Especially if it's, you know, you're married, you've been together for a really long time, Shaw. It's not that strange, I guess. But uh, 
I don't know if I'm doing it daily. You know what I mean? Like, uh, rather than spend money on two toothbrushes, I'm just going to save a couple of bucks and buy one. I can't imagine it's a cost issue for her, but I, I, and again, now you know that might be the first thing you think of, like, oh, maybe it's just uh, I don't want to spend money on two toothbrushes. But if you can afford them, why wouldn't you? I guess, right? Mm-hmm. They're like a couple of bucks, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, you can. I think because I like those. I like the firm bristles. Oh, I don't. You're I don't one like, of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd like to take a grill brush and just <laughs> get it. You know what I mean? Really work on it, Shaw. That's me. Are you a soft bristle guy? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. See, I just feel like the soft bristle, I you know, by the time I'm done with the toothbrush, like, you know, a month into it, it's our it's turned into a soft bristle toothbrush. Right. So I'd rather start with a firm toothbrush uh than with a soft bristle one. But uh take our poll on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. Let us know what you think. Uh, would you share a toothbrush with your significant other? And I and I think we all realize that means on a regular basis. Like you have one sink, one toothbrush, one underarm deodorant. One shampoo, one of everything. You don't get your own stuff. You got to share everything, including your toothbrush. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. You name your kids after uh, people in your family? Uh, One of them. Which one? Jack. And he's named after your dad or? No, my uncle. Uncle, okay. Mm. Is he like the godfather or? No, just, just a guy, you know, enjoyed his close kid. with. Okay, yeah. you know, you just how'd you pick your uh, other kids' names? Just kind of randomly. We just, you know, we spent a lot of time ch- trying to pick names. And Did you wait till they came out before no, you got to look we, at them? We knew, you know, we didn't know if they were going to be a boy or a girl before they were born, so okay. we had boys and girls' names picked out for all of them. So you did like a list and then narrowed yep. it down. Yep. I'm surprised you only went with one family name, Shaw. I thought you'd be more of a... Well, uh, Hannah's middle name is a family name. My, okay, all right. Uh, got a middle name for... Um, Jack's middle name is my brother's name. And There's a uh, genealogy website out there called Find My Past. And uh, they say that uh, according to their research, old names that might seem outdated mm-hmm. tend to be trendy again after about 100 years. So names that were cool in the 1920s. Are coming back. Are, are might be making a, a so Hazel or Wilma and- a reappearance here. So in the next couple of years, we might start seeing more of these names. Shaw for girls. All right, Joan. I don't know. It doesn't seem that odd, right? No, but you don't meet many Jones these days. I dated a Joan. It didn't go well. <laughs> Is she a Joanie or jo- just Joan? Yeah. Uh, Mary. There you go, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Margaret. My grandmother's name was Margaret. I had an aunt, Margaret. Yes. Called her Maggie. Dorothy, that's definitely an old lady name. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was Doris. That's pretty close. It's in the neighborhood. Here's another one you don't hear very often, Shaw. Gladys. You know, you don't hear that. Hey, Gladys, stop paying for your groceries <laughs> with a check. Irene. Yeah. I know an Irene. We had an Irene in the calendar a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Iris. You know like a lot of Irises? No, but I like the name. Pretty name. Do you still play the name game nowadays? Do you have to do that because kids are bullies? What do you mean the name game? What's that? Mark, Mark, Bull, Bark, Banana, Fan, oh, Bark, Me, I'm Mom, sure they Bark. do on the playground. So, right? No, but I mean, like, as a parent, before you name your kid, you oh, got to play the name game because you got to right, right, right. make sure it doesn't, you know, because that's going to happen. Do they still do that? The kids still do that? Probably. Uh, Elsie, Ada, and Mabel. They're, ooh, Mabel. Yeah. Hey, Mabel. <laughs> why don't you bring your horse-covered wagon to town? You and Gertrude. <laughs> yeah. Those are the uh, 10 uh, most popular ones from 100 years ago that you might start seeing people name their daughters after uh for boys ronald arthur 
Art, Art Vandalay, mm-hmm. importer, exporter. Uh, Robert. I don't know. Robert seems like a name that's popular all yeah. the time. Everybody's named Robert. Uh, Albert. Don't, definitely don't hear too many Alberts. No. Uh, Freddie. Edward. Archie. There's one you don't Archie, hear. Archie. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I know any Archies. Ernest. Goes to jail. Goes to yeah. save Santa Claus. Uh, Isaac. And then Harris. Yeah, you don't hear any Harris. Mm-mm. Hey, Harris, what are you up to this weekend? <laughs> well, I was going to put up a barn, actually. <laughs> going to plow the fields with my cow. Harris? All right, Harris. Yeah, that, uh, that's not a new name. That's a, that's definitely an old school name. But there you go. Some uh, names from like 100 years ago that might be trendy again because uh, this website says that that's the way we do it, Shock. Harris. Everything old is new again. This is your wake-up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Did I need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is Friday the 13th. The weekend is here. Temperatures are cooling off, which is nice because yesterday it was too hot to do. Anything. It was hot. But we're talking what, 80? 85 today, 82 tomorrow, 82. 74 on Sunday. That's Shaw. when that's when the lawn's getting mowed again. 82 Shaw. tomorrow for Big Bike Shaw. Sounds, Shaw. Sounds awesome. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can check it out in case you miss any of it on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. Over at the Onalaska Omni Center this weekend, the Driftless Outdoor Show. They're going to have demonstrations. They're going to have mm-hmm. all sorts of uh, different vendors, Shaw. They're going to mm-hmm. have you know, information on camping, fishing, Kayaking, recreation, all that, all that stuff in the area. They're going to have a rock wall, disc golf. They're going to have driftless acts. And tonight, the driftless outdoor show mm-hmm. is after dark. Driftless after dark. We're featuring live music from the driftless river uh, Driftless river band. There we go. Uh, beer and wine from Lost Island Wine and Skeleton Crew Brew. There's going to be uh, five bucks at the door for tickets. And that includes two free sample beverages, Shaw. That's cheap. Yeah. Uh, the outdoor show, by the way, is free thanks to Mayo, I believe. Um, we had Courtney in the other day. And uh, if you want to go, it's today from, I want to say, let me look at my time here. Uh, 4 to 7 today. And then 7 to 10 will be the Driftless After Dark. And then tomorrow it's 9 to 5 for the Driftless Outdoor Show at the Omni Center in Onalaska. Of course, tomorrow the big one, Shaw, Big Bikes mm-hmm. for Little Tykes. Everything you need to know about Big Bikes, about Rhett, about his family, about mom, about dad, about his brother and sister, you can find online at BigBikesForLittleTikes.com. It's our annual ride through the Cooley region for one family in need. I will say this. I told this to Gene. Our ride is going uh, sort of um, up to, uh, we're going to West Salem, and then we're going through the Cuts, Melrose, Mindoro, then to Arcadia, and then kind of coming back down to Fountain City and then uh, through Galesville. Should be a beautiful ride. A beautiful ride. I rode the route yesterday. There is going to be some spots where it's going to be a little, uh, little, little bit of sand and some a little tiny, yeah. tiny bit of road construction. Shaw, guess what? It's May in Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. But I will say, one of the places on the stop is is Stunning. I've never been there. It's abs. Have you ever heard of this Larry's Lookout? 
Uh, it's no. just past Arcadia. No, so you not. go through Arcadia, you go up the hill, and you're on the bluff. And you said it was just spectacular. Unbelievable. As far view. as you can uh, see. Everybody who's been there will, will tell you the same thing, Shaw. It's unbelievable. But huh. they've got a, a, we've got a, you know, we're stopping at, at, uh, Don't tell top. everybody. All right, all right. Well, th- that's <laughs> that's one of them. That's one of our stops, and I I got to tell you, it would be hard for me to get back on the bike after sitting on that back porch because they got a porch shop, huh. and you could just you could stare at the view of the valley all day long. It's absolutely phenomenal. I know some of our other stops are doing like games and stuff with all the money going to help big bikes. So like yeah, it's like interactive and it's yeah. going to be good good stops, Shaw. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we have designated stops this year, unlike last year where it was sort of a suggested stop here and there. Uh, we've actually got stops where you'll register for prizes, which we'll give away, of course, at the post-ride party at the Onalaska American Legion with brats, courtesy of Bubba's Meats. Uh, we got some chips. I don't know if you noticed, Shaw, but there's some chips over there. <laughs> Did you I notice noticed. the chips? We also got, thanks to uh, our friends at Gillette Pepsi for the donation of the soda and the water. We're gonna I gotta, oh, yeah, that's right. That I got load that out today, Big too. thanks to uh, Fans Arcade Pumping Services for the porta-potties. They got delivered yesterday to the Onalaska American Legion. You know, this event wouldn't be possible with, you know, many hands make light work, right, Shaw. Exactly. And, uh, you know. It's a big event. Yes, it's our event. Yes, we put it on every year. Yes, we, you know, we're sort of the conduit, but without... All of our amazing sponsors, oh, for all of our sure. riders, everybody who contributes, you know, the, it would not be possible. We could so. hold a ride, Shaw, but if no riders or drivers or people or whatever show up, it's mm-hmm. not much of an event, right. is it? That's tomorrow. Registration check-in at Harley. Uh, Great River Harley-Davidson starts at about 9 o'clock. So if you can't register online today, you and got till noon. You can check in starting at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. You are too much of an early bird. Ten. You, can, you can check in starting at 9 o'clock. If my remote starts at 8 o'clock, then check-in can start at 9 o'clock. I'm sorry. Nine o'clock. I'll be there. Ride, I'm just saying. Like I said, the ride will leave at eleven thirty. Sorry, Shaw. I just keep getting interrupted. Nine a.m. <laughs> mm-hmm. check-in starting tomorrow at Great River Harley Davidson. Then, of course, the post-ride party where we'll enjoy uh, some brats, as I mentioned, some, some chips, some beverages, and we'll unveil the bike for the ninety-five days of summer. Hello, hello. What? Yeah, you got to see this thing. It's badass. Can't wait. Uh, Sunday fun day. We've got another smoker. This is a uh, fundraiser for Eckelberg Family Racing. <laughs> And it's a cornhole tournament at Nick's Bar out in Barry Mills. Huh. That's a cool little spot, That's by cool. the way. If you've never been to Nick's, they got a cool little spot out there. Registration for their cornhole tournament starts at 1030. Bags fly at 1130 on hashtag Sunday Funday. It's my birthday, so maybe I'll go out there and, and let them buy me drinks all day. Uh, it's <laughs> it's 20 bucks per person. Stop it. Uh, actually, excuse me. It's 20 bucks per team, not per person. Per team, double elim format. There's going to be free food and beer, shots, tip boards, Chinese raffle, gun raffles, and a whole lot more. That's the Eckelberg Racing Cornhole Tournament and Fundraiser on uh, Sunday, fun day, out at Nick's Bar in Barry Mills. And there you go, Shaw. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this Mm -hmm. weekend. There's a lot of other events happening in the Cooley region. You can find a lot of them online at AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want us to talk about or you want to see featured on that website, you can actually submit it for free, which is really cool, right there at AroundRiverCity.com. Uh, giving you the option to, you know, tell everybody about your events. Uh, you can upload a picture. You can let everybody know when and where things are happening. And you can do it for free right there at AroundRiverCity.com. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957TheRock.com and the 957 The Rock app.